Shalom to all. Today's office time is Tavchav Zayin. We are starting the fourth line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sar, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Uliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Basar, Meir, Zev, Her Nisham, Shadav, and Uliyah. And the Mishnah said, Eluhein, Ramadus, Lafisha, Namar, Tavis, Bnei Israel. The Gemara asks, My Kamar, what exactly is the Mishnah saying? It seems to be that we're going to be describing what the Mamadus are by saying Eluhein, Mamadus, but then the Mishnah seems to digress and say Lafisha, Namar, Tavis, Bnei Israel, and seems to be disjointed. What's going on? So, this is what the Mishnah is saying. Eluhein, Mamadus, these are Mamadus, and then it pauses and says, Matam taking on Mondays. Why is it they establish on Mondays in the first place? That's because Lafisha Nemer, since it says in the Pasuk, Savas Bnei Yisrael, Martalaim, is Kabani Lachmi, Lishai, and Vehech Kabani Shal Adam Karev. How could it be that a person's carbon is being brought, Vehu Eino Emel Gabov, and he's not standing there? We know that a person has to be near his carbon when it's being brought, and we know that the Tamidim are a carbon seabird, so technically, we have to have the seabird there when the carbon is being brought. How is it possible that no one from the seabird is there? Therefore, he's Kinu Nevim Arashain, the earlier Nevim established Esrim Arba Mishmaris, 24 Mishmaris, I'll call Mishmar Mishmar, corresponding to every Mishmar, Hayim Maimed Biyushlaim, there was a Maimed in Yerushalayim, Shal Kahanim Shal Avim Shal Yisraelim. He gives Man Mishmar Lalas when it was time for the Mishmar of Kahanim to go up, so Kahanim Levim on Yerushalayim, they would go up to Yerushalayim. And another brass, which is similar, Tan Rabbanon, Esrim Barba Mishmaris by Eretz Yisrael, there's 24 Mishmaris, meaning there's 24 Mamadis throughout Eretz Yisrael, Ushtay Masrebi Yerichai, and there's 12 Mishmaris, 12 Mamadis in Yerichai. The Gemara asks, hold on, Shtay Masrebi Yerichai, there was 12 in Yerichai, Nefish and Lutuvan, that means that there's too many Mamadis. That means that there's a total of 36 Mamadis and not 24. So Gemara says, no, El Shtay Masrebi Mehen Be Yerichai, 12 of the 24 Mamadis were in Yerichai. What does that mean? What was the setup? He gives Manha Mishmar Lalois when it was time for the Mishmar, meaning for the Maimed to go up. Chetia Mishmar, half of the Maimed, Haya Oilam Eretz Yisrael Yushalayim, would go from wherever they were located in Eretz Yisrael, they would go to Yushalayim. Vechetia Mishmar, and the other half of the Maimed, Haya Oilam Yericha, they would go to Yerichai. Kadeshi Sapku Maim Mazen Lachem Shib Yushalayim, so that they could supply water and food to their brothers in Yushalayim. And Amar Yudam Rashmol, he says, Kehanim Levim Yisraelim Ma'akan Sakarban. Kehanim Levim Yisraelim, meaning the Anche Maimed, they're Ma'ak of the carbon. The carbon is not to be brought if they're not there. Now, Masnisa Taner of Shimon Alzheimer, he says, So what's different over here, he says that Kleshir, we have to have the musical instruments over there. If not, we can't bring the carbon. The Gemara asks, Ma'akim Iflagiyah, what's the Machlaikas? So he answered, Ma'ar Savar, Rabbi Yehudah B'Shem Shmuel holds Iker Shir Bepeh, that the Iker Shira is Bepeh, meaning it's supposed to be vocally. The main form of Shir in the Beis HaMekdash was to be done by singing, vocals only. Music was just an accompaniment and not Ma'akiv if you don't have musical instruments. And Umar Savar, Rabbi Shemit Alazar holds Iker Shir Bekli, that the main Shir is to be done with musical instruments. The main form of Shira had to be done with musical instruments, and therefore they are Ma'akiv. If you don't have them, you can't bring the carbon. And now more about the Mishmaris. Amrav Khan Bargurya Amarav, Maisha Tikilhemli Israel, Shmaina Mishmaris. Maisha Rabbeinu, he established eight Mishmaris of Kaihanim, Arbame Allah Vidalame Summer, four from Allah's family and four from Isamar's family. Allah and Isamar, they were the sons of Arnakain. Bashmul Vamidan al Sheshasray, since there was more Kaihanim, so Shmuel came along and he made it into sixteen Mishmaris. But David David Amelch came, Vamidan al Asrim Arba, he established twenty-four Mishmaris. Shinamar says, Bishnas Arbaim Machus David, it was the fortieth year of David Amelch's reign, so Shmuel and Navi was not alive anymore. So we see that it was David that established 24. And this is talking about him establishing the total of 24 Mishmaris Kahuna. But now we ask a question. He established eight Mishmaris, four from Elazar, four from Yisamar. But David and Shmuel together came, and they established a total of 24. So we see that David and Shmuel together, they were them. they established these Mishmaris. It's not that Shmuel did 16 and then David completed it to 24. So the Gemara answer is no kasha, hachikamar. This is what the Bryce is saying. It was the joint collective effort together of Shmuel and David. That's how we have a total of 24. But Shmuel made them into 16 and David and he completed it to 24. Now, Tanya Yidich, we have another Bryce that says, Maisha Tikalam Yisrael, Mishmars. Maisha, he actually established 16 Mishmars. Shmayim Elazar, Shmayim Eight from Elazar, eight from Yisamar. Uchshirab Mene Elazar, Bene Yisamar. 
And when it turned out that Elazar ended up having more children, so there was more Kahanim from Elazar's side than from Yisamar's side, so in Chilkom Vamidim al Rabbah, they split it into more Mishmars and for a total of 24, meaning Elazar had a total of 16 and Yisamar only had 8. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, Vayimatsu Bnei Elazar Rabim, and the Bnei Elazar were found to be more numerous, Lurashah Hagvarim Min Bnei Yisamar, from the count of men from the Bnei Yisamar, meaning there was more Bnei Elazar than Bnei Yisamar. Vichalkom Bnei Elazar Rashon Beis Avais, and the Bnei Elazar were split into heads of fathers' houses, Shisha Asar, a total of 16, Ul Bnei Yisamar, and the children of Yisamar, they were split up Lubeis Avaisim Shmana into 8. And Vaimer, the Pasuk also says, Beis Av Echad Achaz Lazar, one unit, Achaz over here is referring to a unit, one unit of a base Av for a Lazar, the Achaz, Achaz Li Summer, and the original units that Isamar had, meaning Isamar retained his original eight units, and an extra unit was added on per unit for a Lazar, meaning he had a total of 16. Now the Gemara just asks, my Vaimer, why is it we have to have the second Pasuk of Vaimer? So we answer, if you want to say, that the same way a Lazar's family expanded greatly, so too Isamar's family also expanded greatly, and Shmaina may Ikara Abrahavu, the eight that Isamar ended off with actually really came from an original four Mishmars and not an original eight Mishmars. Meaning, based off of the first Pasuk, there's actually room to suggest that Moshe Rabbeinu originally gave each family four Mishmars, not eight Mishmars, and since they ended up growing, then Elazar ended up with 16 and Isamar ended up with eight, but they really started out with four and they didn't start with eight. So therefore, Tashma, we have the second Pasuk that says, Beis Av Echad Achaz Lazar, the Achaz Achaz Li Summer, and by saying Achaz Achaz Li Summer, that means Isamar retained his original number and his original number was eight, not four. The Gemara says from here, Tiyofte Drabcham Bar Guria, seems to be a disproof to Rabcham Bar Guria that said that Moshe Rabbeinu established four Mishmars and not eight Mishmars. So Amr Lachar of Rabcham Bar Guria, he'll tell you, Tanahi, it's a machlekes Tanoim, but I know the Amr Kihai Tana, I hold like the Tana that says, the Amr Shmaina, that Moshe Rabbeinu originally established only eight Mishmars, meaning four for each family and not eight for each family. And more about the Mishmars of Kaihanim. Tan Rabban, we have a Brisa, Arba Mishmars, Olamin Agala, there was four Mishmars that came up from Gaila. After the seven years of Gaul's Bavel, only four of the 24 Mishmars came up to Eretz Yisrael to help rebuild the base of Mikdash. Ve'eluhain, and these are those families' names, Yedaya, Charim, Pashkar, Ve'imer. Now, Amdu Nevim Shebeneim, the Nevim that were among them, they stood up, Chavzayin Amaviz on top, Ve'chilkom, and they split these family up into more parts, Ve'midim al-Esvarba, and they split them up into a total of 24 parts. Ba'olim, Venosim, Makalpi, they mixed up their names and they put them in a box, meaning they wrote their names down on cards or on pieces of paper, whatever it is, they put it in a lottery box. Ba'yedaya, Yedaya came along, Ve'notol Chelkoi, Ve'chil Chaver of Sheish. He took his Chelek, meaning miraculously he pulled out his name from the box and another five names for a total of six Mishmaris from his family. Ba'charim, Charm came along, Ve'notol Chelkoi, Ve'chil Chaver of Sheish. He also took his Chelek and another five Chalakim from his family, which is a total of six Mishmaris. And Mechain Pashkar, Mechain Imer. And Mechain Hisnu, Nevim Shebeneim, the Nevim that were among them also made this tonight, made this stipulation. Shafilu Yahiri of Rosh Mishmaris, Ayla, even if Yahiri of who originally he was the head of all the Mishmaris, he was like the captain, the chief of all the Mishmaris. If he comes up from Bavel now, he's not going to be able to push Yadayah off of his place of being the chief now. El Yadayah Iker, Yadayah is the Iker because he came up from Bavel and Yahiri of Tafalai, Yahiri of, even though he used to be the chief, he used to be the head and the captain, he's going to be secondary because he didn't come up from Bavel. And we had said in the Mishnah of Yisrael, Shabbos and Mishmar, Miskansim Barim, Vakarim, Maisabrashis, that the Yisraelim that were part of the Maimid, but they didn't go up to Yerushalayim, they would remain in their cities, they would go into Shul, and they would read from the Torah from Maisabrashis. Menonimili, how do we know that? How do we know that they would read Maisabrashis? So Amrav Yaakov Racha, Amrav Asi, he answers, Ilmali Mamadis, if not for the Mamadis, Loinuskam Shemaim Aretz, we wouldn't have Shemaim and Aretz, meaning the world wouldn't exist. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Avram Vinu told Hashem, Bayoimer, he said, Hashem Alekim, Bama Eda Kiroshena, how am I going to know that I'm going to inherit Eretz Yisrael? And what was Avram telling Hashem? Amr Avram, Rebbein Shlalom, Shem Yisrael Chaitim Fenecha, perhaps Kai Yisrael is going to sin, Ata Isolahem Kedar Mabu, Kedar Aflaga, you're going to destroy them like Kedar Mabu and Dara Flaga. So Amr Lehi, he told him, Lav, I'm not going to do that. So Amr Lefan, if Avram Vinu told Hashem, Rebbein Shlalom, Haidi Eni Bama Yiroshena, tell me how am I supposed to know that? How do I know that you're not going to destroy them? Amr Lehi, Hashem told him, Chali Egla Mishulashes, Veiz Mishulashes, 
And this is specifically talking about the bris ben habasarim. But he basically was saying is that if they bring carbonus, so then they're not going to be destroyed. So this shows that without carbonus, Klal Yisrael, and along with them, the whole world would be destroyed. And so it's apropos that the Anche Maimed, who daven for their carbonus to find favor in Hashem's eyes, read from Maisa Bereshis, which only exists because of the carbonus. And now we just continue with the conversation between Avram Avinu and Hashem. Amar Lefan of Avram said to Hashem, Rebanish Lelam, Tenech is Manche Beis Amikdash Kaim. That's okay when we have the Beis Amikdash so they could bring carbonus. But Beis Manche ain't Beis Amikdash Kaim, Mate Alem. What about when there's no Beis Amikdash they can't bring carbonus? So Amar Lefan Hashem told him, Kvarti Kanti Lahem Seder Carbonus. I already established for them the Seder Carbonus. Beis Manche Karim Behem Lefanai when they read Seder Carbonus in front of me, meaning when they read the Parshas of Carbonus in the Torah. So then Malanya Lehem Kilu Ekrivim Lefanai. I'm going to treat it as if they actually brought those Carbonus. Vani Meichlam Akalvin Isaim, and I'm going to forgive them for all their sins. And now we go back to talking about the Anche Maimed Tan Rabbanan Anche Mishmar, and this is not specifically talking about the Anche Mishmar, which is Gaihan. This is talking about the Anche Maimed Hayim Espalan Al Carbon Achem Sheiskal Baratzin. They would daven for the carbon of their brothers that it would be accepted Baratzin, and for Anche Maimed the Anche Maimed that were not in the Beis Hamikdash, they were in their cities. Meskansel Beis Hakneses, they would go into Shul V'Yoshvin Dalatainis, and they would fast four fasts: B'Sheni B'Shabbos, B'Shlishi, B'Revi B'Chamishi on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now B'Sheni Al Yarde Hayam on Monday they would specifically fast and daven for the seagoers, the seafarers. Why is that? Because Monday is when waters are mentioned in my Sabratius, so it's apropos that the Anche Maimed daven for the welfare of the seagoers. On Tuesday, daven for the people that are going through the Midbar, that are going through the desert. That's because Tuesday it says, and the Joshua is, it should be fitting for travel without impediments and wild animals. On Wednesday, they daven for Asker, which is a sickness of the throat, that it shouldn't fall on children. That's because on Wednesday, the Torah says, that the luminaries should be placed in the sky. However, the word could be read as me'eras, meaning curse, referring to the sickness Askara. And Mechamishi al Ubaris Umenikais. On Thursday, they daven for the pregnant women and for the nursing women. Ubaris, the pregnant women, they daven Shloya Pilu, they shouldn't miscarry Loyalenu. And Menikas, for the nursing women, Shinikas Benayim, they should have sufficient milk supply that they can nurse their children. And why is that? Because on Thursday it says, Yishritsu Hamayim, Sheretz Nefesh Chaya, and the word Chaya here referring to pregnant and nursing women. Now, by Erev Shabbos, they would not fast on Erev Shabbos, Shabbos because of Kavach Shabbos. It's not covered to come in Shabbos fasting. And Kavachayim B'Shabbos Asma, for sure, they're not going to fast on Shabbos. And now the Gemara asks, Be'echad B'Shabbos, my time alloy, why would they not fast on Sunday? Why are they only fasting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? What about Sunday? So we have three answers to that. Amar B'Yechani says, because of the Nitzrim. In modern day Hebrew, Nitzrim are Christians, and we know that Sunday is their holiday. And if we're going to fast on their holiday, that's going to be an insult to them, and that could be dangerous. Now, Rabbi Shmuel Khamini Amar, he says, that's because it's the third day from the creation of man. Day three after an intense experience, one is usually weak. As we see with Shechem, the Pasuk says, It was the third day after their bris and they were in pain. And since man was created on Friday, so Sunday, which is day three after his creation, man tends to be weaker and therefore no fasting on Sunday. Now, Rishlakish Amr, he says, That's because of a person's Neshami Yaseira. Damar Rishlakish Rishlakish says, Neshami Yaseira nitna bai ba'adim ba'erev Shabbos. A person gets a Neshami Yaseira on Erev Shabbos. V'maitse Shabbos naitlan sa'i menu. It's taken from him on Maitse Shabbos. She never says in the Pasuk, Shabbos vayinafash. And what's the drasha from this Pasuk? Kivon Shabbos once a person rests, meaning once Shabbos is over, vai of the nefesh, the lashon of vai nafash is broken up into vai of the nefesh, woe is to us that we've lost this soul, and that soul gave us this expansion that we're able to eat and drink a lot, and now a person is weaker on Sunday morning, so therefore no fasting on Sunday. And we said, on the first day, these Anche Maime, they would go to Shul, and they would read Bereshis and Vahirakiya, and these Pesukim were broken up into three aliyahs. And now the Gemara discusses that. Tana, we have a Brisa, Bereshis B'Shnayim, these first five Pesukim of Bereshis are broken up into two aliyahs, Yehirakia Ba'echad, this section starting Yehirakia is only one Aliyah. Now Bishlam Yehirakia Ba'echad, we understand that Yehirakia could be read by one person, that's because it's three Psukim. Elabracious Bishnai, my time, hey Psuke Havyon. Why is it that Bereshis, these first five Psukim, are broken up into two Aliyahs? It's only five Psukim, and 
Tanya, we have a Brysa, Hakari Batira, someone that's reading Tyra, Al Yifchas Megil Psukim. He's not allowed to read anything less than three Psukim. So how is it that we're breaking up five Psukim to two Elias? A person has to read a minimum of three Psukim. So we have two answers. Rav Amr, he says, Dileg, the person goes back. The first Eila reads one, two, and three, and the next Eila reads three, four, and five. Ushmul Amr, he says, Paisek, that we actually split the third Pasuk in the middle. So the first one reads two and a half Psukim, the next one reads two and a half Psukim, but that half a Pasuk is really considered like a whole Pasuk. And now we're going to analyze these two Shitas. Varav the Amr Dileg, Rav that says that we go back, meaning Eila number one reads one, two, and three, number two reads three, four, and five. My time Eloi Amr Paisek, why doesn't he say that we just stop in the middle of Pasuk three? So we say, Kasavar, he holds, Kol Psuk any Pasuk that Maish Rabbeinu didn't say is a Pasuk, we can't say that it's a Pasuk. And the Gemara says, Shmuel Amr Paisek, Shmuel says that we could create a Pasuk that Maish Rabbeinu did not say is a Pasuk. Ask the Gemara, are we really allowed to break up Sukkim in a way that they were not broken up by Maish Rabbeinu? From Rab Chanina Kara, Rab Chanina Kara, he was a Balkari, he was an expert in Sukkim. He said, it's I went to great lengths and trouble to go to Rab Chanina Gadol and get a heter to teach my school children Sukkim that Maish Rabbeinu did not teach, meaning I want to break up the Sukkim because it's easier for them to understand. And Rulay Hitterly lifts like he only allowed me to break these psukim up for the children because it's easier for them to learn half of a pasuk than a whole pasuk. So therefore, I was allowed to do it for the children. Since I'm teaching them, however, regular people, if you're going into shul and reading psukim, you're not allowed to just break a pasuk in the middle. Maish Rabbeinu didn't do that. So the Gemara says, Ushmul, he would answer you, Hasam time am I over there with Reb Chanina Kara? Why is it that it was okay to do Mishum Delay Efsher? Because there was no other way out. He has to teach the school children. He has to teach the cheder kids, and they're not going to know it. They're not going to be able to understand the pasuk if you're going to teach them the whole pasuk. So the only way to do it is to split it into two. So to over here, like Efsher, there is no way to get around five psukim and two aliyahs except for splitting it in the middle. Now we take a look at Shmuel and see why doesn't he say like Rav? Shmuel Amar Paisik, he says we break up the pasuk in the middle. My time Amar like why didn't he say like Rav that we read pasuk one, two, and three, and then three, four, and five? That's because Gzerim Shema Chnasim, Gzerim Shema Yitzim, because of the people that are coming in late, and Gzerim because of the people that are leaving early. What does that mean? As we said, an aliyah has to be a minimum of three psukim. So if we would do like Rav, and the first Eila reads psukim one, two, and three, and someone walks out of shul right then, he's going to think that the next Eila is only going to read Psukim 4 and 5 for his Aliyah. And the same with the reverse. If the second Eila goes back and starts with Pasuk 3, then someone coming late to Shoal, walking in right then, is going to think that the first Eila only read Psukim 1 and 2 and didn't read 3 Psukim. So that's why Shmuel says it's better to split Pasuk 3 in the middle. So at least we know that everyone read 2.5 Psukim, that half a Pasuk being really a whole Pasuk, just a shorter one. Now the Gemara says, Mesa, we have a question on both Rav and Shmuel from Abraisa. The Raisa tells us, Parsha Shishi Psukim, if we have a Parsha of 6 Psukim, so two people can read that, 3 Psukim each. If we have a parsha of five psukim, so beyachad that has to be read by one person. And ve'im arishan kari gimel. Let's say the first person only read three psukim. So hasheni the second oila kaira shnaimi parsha zu. He reads two psukim from this parsha, meaning the remaining two psukim from that parsha. Ve'echnu parsha cheres and one pasuk from the next parsha. Ve'yeshayim some say gimel that that second oila has to read three psukim into the next parsha. Lefisha in maschilim a parsha pachas mishlesh psukim. That's because we're not going to start a parsha less than three psukim from the beginning of the parsha. And this is because of that gzei where someone's going to end up coming into show late, and then the third oila is going to start one Pasuk from the beginning of the Aliyah and he's going to think that the previous guy only read one Pasuk so that's why this person has to read the remaining two Pasukim in the previous Parsha and three Pasukim into the next Parsha. But either which way we have a question because Lamanda Amar Dalek according to Rav he says that we should go back we should read Pasukim 1, 2, and 3 and then 3, 4, and 5 so like, why don't we suggest that in the Brayso? Why do we say that that second Euler reads Pasuk 4 and 5 and then reads into the next Parsha? Why doesn't he just go back to read Pasuk 3, 4, and 5? And Lamanda Amar Paisik according to Shmuel that we should be Paisik we should stop that Pasuk right in the middle, so lift like, so if we have a five Pasuk Aliyah, why didn't the Brayasa just say that the first guy reads two and a half Pasukim, and the next guy reads two and a half Pasukim? Why is it he should read three Pasukim, and then the next guy reads Pasuk four and five, and then into the next Aliyah? So the Gemara answer is, shiny Hasam, that whole case is different anyway, Chav Chesam on the top, the Isle Ravcha, because he has
has extra space, meaning he has more of the Torah that he could read. So both Rav and Shmuel would agree that you just read into the next parsha. However, over here specifically by the Mamadis, they're only allowed to read a specific parsha that day, and so they only have five psukim to play around with. And that's why we have this machlok between Rav and Shmuel: Do we stop in the middle, or does the second Kairi go back to read pasuk three again? However, obviously, if there's more psukim to read, both Rav and Shmuel would agree that they read into the next parsha. We're gonna stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to talk about these parshas that the Mamadis read. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.